Here we go. Folks, this is your host Cameron Ivy of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Alrighty then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Privacy Please. I am your host, Cameron Ivy. It is 2022, 2022, And it is season three of Privacy Please. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am excited. I hope you're excited. This is a new segment for season three. It is Privacy Please Stories, and I am pretty excited about it. We're going to start off with a really good one this week. So let's go ahead and jump in. The security interviews. How Solar Winds came through its darkest hour. Ah, I love stories. Who doesn't love a good story? Am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Uh, everybody's heard of the solar winds situation, but how much do you really know? Well, let's go ahead and dive in and understand what they went through and how they made it out. It's a good lesson. When solar winds, a supplier of IT and network management solutions, little known to the layperson, fell victim to one of the most significant cybersecurity breaches of recent years, on December of 2022, or 2020. CEO, uh, I'm gonna botch this big time, Sudhakar Ramakrishna, found out about it just a few hours before the news hit the IT press, but for good reason. At the time, he was not yet officially the CEO of SolarWinds. It's a good way to be introduced, huh? In fact, the ink was barely dry, put by Alex Scroxton, a security editor. Credit to this guy. On Ramakrishna's, I hope I said that right, new contract bringing him to SolarWinds from Pulse Secure when the, coast, uh, when the so-called sunburst or SolarGate incident broke, the cyber attack, a long-running orchestrated intrusion, by threat actors linked to the Russian state targeted multiple organizations and critically government bodies by injecting tainted code into SolarWinds Orion network management platform in a classic example of a supply chain attack. Supply chain attack. Not, not tack. It was an altogether strange situation to face. Um, this is something that he reflects on. He uh, he says, you can't really do much about it in the sense that you can't direct the team to take action. He says, many of the team's members, you don't even know at that point in time. 
as a as a funny um, as a funny side story, they they were even betting within Solar Winds whether I'd show up on day one or not. <laughs> Cue laughing. You know what I'm saying? Um, ah, the old inside trader joking and betting going on. It's always a healthy thing to do. <laughs> um, moving on. So the record shows that um, let's just call him Rama. I like Rama. Rama for short. Give him a little nickname. I'm sure people call him that. So the record shows that Rama did show up, pandemic restrictions permitting. He actually moved his timeline up by a couple of weeks to be able to inform his response better. And on top of that, they threw the original 90-day plan he had drawn up into the bin and drafted a new one. Probably a good idea. (laughs) Uh, Around 20th of December is when when I started getting briefings on what happened and what the team was, uh, was doing about it because I wanted to be prepared to hit the road running um, as, as he kind of talks about it to, to the customers and partners of government authorities as well as, most importantly, figuring out what we learned from this and what we can do about it, he says. That was from Rami, uh, Rama. Sorry, just ruined Bosch, my own nickname I gave him. I give the team a lot of credit because when the incident happened within a matter of about 48 hours, we at least had a remediation for it. That's great news. So then post that, it was a matter of engaging with customers and dealing with them, helping them through the migration to patched code. And then that has been an ongoing process, actually. And it was an ongoing process until well, well into April. So Rama is clearly that... Oh, I'm stuck. Excuse me. Rama is clear that there were some SolarWind customers who were spooked by the attack. Attack. Spooked like, you know, like ghosts, like scary. But they were in a clear minority. That's good. I would say the vast majority of the customers, once they understood what had happened and what we were doing about it, were very understanding, very supportive. And many of them actually re-up their commitment to solar winds. Interesting. I'm going to go back and, and, and rephrase something that seems very important here. Um, actually, let me sum this up real quick. Um, one ironic school of thought right now is that we were probably one of the most secure companies as it relates to delivering code to customers because of practices we have implemented. Rama is referring to the company's new Secure by Design initiative, which is already bearing fruit, and of which more later. So let me go back what I was going to say. I found this pretty important, and anybody that listens to this show should, I mean, this should hit home when I read this, but when the incident happened, within a matter of about 48 hours, we at least had a remediation for it. That's huge. That's quick. That's great. That's good to hear. Some companies probably couldn't handle that, depending on what, what they had in place. So that's fascinating. Let's let's move on to another section here, a byword of transparency. A willingness to talk openly and candidly about his experiences seemed to have served Rama well. 
and he has rarely been off the circuit for months now, from guest spots speaking at high-profile cyber gatherings such as RSA and uh, NCSC's Cyber UK event, uh, to appearances before U.S. government committees on top of the day job. Oh, come on, he was having fun with it. Seems like he handled it really well. Some people just thrive in the spotlight, you know? I mean, come on. Let's get this guy in Hollywood. Anyways, but it wasn't all plain and sailing, and mistakes were made in the process, which is good. Hopefully they learned. Famously, the to somewhat rash implications, swiftly refuted that an intern was to blame for leaving the door open for the bad guys. Let's all blame the temp. Ryan started the fire. Anyways, but now, nearly a year down the line, it is certainly fair to say that SolarWinds has become something of a byword for transparency in cybersecurity. For Rama, transparency is key. It's a key element of any response to any issue. Not just cyber. That material materially affects a customer. We talk about building trust with customers, earning their trust, and so on. By the way, um, excuse me, but the way I like to think of it is the way you earn trust by being transparent with them. What's working, what's not, what are you doing about it, etc. I think we can all agree to that. I think we can all agree to that when it comes to anything in life about the transparency, um, being honest and open should help any situation in the long run. So hats off to you, Rama. Great, great stuff. So putting himself in the shoes of SolarWinds customers for a second, he, he adds, if I have to trust you, then I have to believe that you're being transparent with me about the state of affairs. So that was foundational to who we are, who I am and how I operate. Rama also speaks of the importance maintaining both a sense of humility in the face of adversity and a sense of calm. That was the foundational set of principles I operated with alongside the team, he says. And while the first four or five months were incredibly hectic and crazy, now we are more normal, if I can call it normal, in terms of running our business. My belief is if we keep staying transparent and keep doing the right thing, we will actually benefit in the long run commercially as well. well what do you mean? When you're doing it, it doesn't feel that way because everyone's attention is on you. But when you stay true to who you are and what you believe in, I, per I personally believe that uh, it all actually will help us succeed better. Huh, I like that. If we keep staying transparent, and keep doing the right thing, we will actually benefit in the long run. Hmm. Wise words there. I would have to agree. What about you guys? What about you listening? Email us in. What do you think? What do you think? Give us your thoughts. There's like two people in this world, you know? We've talked about it many times. Gabe's not here right now, but uh, he'd back me up on it. So... SolarWinds is realizing other benefits as well, explains the, the common joke in security is there are two types of companies. Weird, I was just talking about two types of people. Ones that have been breached and know, and ones that have been breached but 
do not, he says. My view is that as a community, especially when dealing with external threat actors, we have to be more transparent among ourselves so that we can share, learn, and remediate faster. I hope this gives more confidence to more victims of cyber attacks to say it's okay to come out and speak about our learnings. It's okay to come out and say what we've learned from it, how we improved, and what the community uh, can do to defend itself better. So that's my single biggest hope from this, and I want to learn from others' experiences too. Good words. Great advice. I will also add, from my opinion, it's, I, think, I think him coming into this situation before being in place also makes it a lot more... Um, obviously, you know, he, he could have not showed up, right? He could have... Uh, I, I want to say that I, I... Hats off to him for coming into it already with this problem and taking it head on with full transparency. That's great. That's... Um, what a great leader. And, you know, because I, I think the story could have been completely different if it was someone in his shoes that was already in that position um, and, and something like this big of a breach to happen. So, anyways, <clears throat> secure by design. I've heard, I've heard other terms before. Security by design, uh, privacy by design is a lot newer now. That's big. Um, our listeners, you guys should know about that. So let's talk about secure by design. Transparency, of course, will only get you so far. And because it was ultimately SolarWinds software development process that came under attack, the company has been hard at work implementing its new secure by design strategy to ensure its customers can move forward with confidence. There are three fundamental pillars to the secure by design strategy. First, to enhance and improve the security of SolarWinds on premise and cloud-based infrastructure implement better endpoint detection, role-based access controls, and other elements that make it harder for an attacker to break into its systems. And second, to improve the security of the company's build systems themselves. These first two pillars are by and large a continuation of things SolarWinds was already doing. But it is the third pillar that Rama regards as the most significant changing build processes and methodologies themselves. That's a challenge. So most software companies have one single build pipeline. He says they go through the comp- they go through the compilation uh, and they spit out code. So what we have done is build a model where we have three separate systems with three sets of permissions and they can be in different locations and those locations can change and so on. For a release to be shipped, we build in three different environments and essentially create a hash in the three different environments and ensure it matches across them. And only then do we sign off. The supposed advantage of these models is that it creates a more dynamic, ever-changing environment that makes it much harder for a threat actor to inject malicious code into the supply chain. SolarWinds experts are currently working up white papers on the subject, and Rama says this model could have applicability beyond software development into other areas of the IT stack. As he notes, such attacks are likely to keep coming, and that he is completely right. They're not going to stop. They're not going to stop. They're going to actually increase. 
highly believe that. We all should know that. We've talked about it many times. It's going to get worse because there are companies just like normal companies who are coming after the big companies, always. They work tirelessly, endlessly. It's part of the game. Ready for the future. Having implemented Secure by Design and other accompanying measures such as improvements to security training for employees, Rama, Sol- Rama says SolarWinds is now much more confident in its risk mitigation and incident preparedness posture than it was a year ago. I mean, that's, that's fair to say. That's good. We are much more confident today, but any company that says they have no risk or have very little risk is probably not fully aware of the types of risks that can be imparted upon them. Very true. 100% accuracy on that. So that's where the humility aspect has to come into play. I agree with that as well. You're confident that you've done the things. You are confident that you're training. You're confident you have the right technology and the right policies. But you can never be assured that you don't have risks. That's good. Constant vigilance and constant learning. That has to be the mindset of every security team, no matter what. No matter what company you report to or into. With the impact of cyber attacking fading, Rama, Rama's attention is also turning to future plans for SolarWinds. Uh, he says, we have a very broad portfolio of solutions that thankfully customers seem to benefit from the uh, benefit from and appreciate. He says, our, our focus going forward is making our solutions a lot more simple and a lot more powerful for customers to consume. Training and budgets are a challenge. Complexity is increasing. So in that world, what do we do to serve our customers better? That's a great question. Let's go back. One second here, I want to repeat something that he said. This is great. Constant vigilance and constant learning. That has to be the mindset of every security team. That's that's good. I like it. Uh, Rama says, we, we now have defined the notion of what we call SolarWinds observability, which is Uh, integration on a common hybrid platform, automation, configuration at one level, observation of systems and databases and applications and users, visualizing them and taking automatic remediation steps through artificial intelligence and machine learning. More information on these ideas and proposals will be published before the year is out. Uh, I'm going to scratch all this. But... To wrap things up, it sounds like this is fascinating, though. You know, I, I almost—I'm probably going to do a two-part, two-parter on this, and uh, I'm actually going to try to get uh, Rama on the show. So, if anybody has any contacts or knows Rama personally, Sud Sudhakar Rama Krishna from SolarWinds, send him my way. I'm going to get him on here love to talk to him because this article this story was uh this was done a a little while ago last year uh but it's fascinating you know because now solar winds and everybody there that works there have you know it seems like i would imagine they got to be more confident now especially having him in the in the leadership spot there um as ceo you know (sighs) this is just fascinating to me 
what a great story. What a great outcome. I feel like they probably had a quieter holiday season. Um, and uh, they got to be feeling good about themselves for sure. This is great. Great story. If anybody has any other ideas or stories that they uh, want me to cover, I'm going to be doing more of these stories for season three. So I hope you enjoyed this one and my banter. Um, if you didn't, I'm sorry. If this was your first time listening and you didn't like it, well, you know, that's all right. We did it. We, we, we gave it a shot, right? Stick around or listen to some older episodes. I promise you'll like it. You'll, you'll get John. You'll be good. We'll get through this together. 2022. All right. It's going to be a great year, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for joining if this is your first time. And uh, looking forward to this this season three and, and and many, many great things that we're going to be covering this, this year and, and all of our interviews. So going to be exciting. We'll catch you next week. Welcome to the new year. Cameron Ivy, over and out. wanted to thank all of you out there for tuning in each and every week and to all of our amazing guests for coming on i know that there are millions of other shows and it means the world to have you with us on this journey we are so grateful that you choose to listen to us each and every week if you like the show tell a friend have them tell their friends and then make maybe make some new friends along the way uh, so we can continue to spread the word and keep learning together let's protect what matters most and by the way dj Can you go ahead and drop that outro beat and keep it classy? We'll see y'all next week.